What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is Zero Burn, Omega, and of course, the Doc. How you guys doing tonight? He doesn't even call me Dr. Niggle, he just calls me the Doc. <laughs> well, you are a doctor. This is true. I just cut right to the chase. Of history! In what <laughs> emergency would I ever be necessary? Hold on. Um, All emergencies. I know this one has to do something with anime. Uh, no, well, or was I, it food? I look forward to telling people about the history of both at any time. <laughs> Warframe! Something about the history of Warframe. <laughs> you could do that to you. Jesus, the history uh, yeah. of Warplane. Yeah, Warplane. <laughs> New game! Coming 2021. Warplane. It's exactly what uh, it sounds like. World War II simulator. <laughs> it's all anybody wants to play these games uh, these days is, uh, yeah, games based off World War II. Uh, I know. World War II and the Cold War. Yeah, well, Cold War definitely more than World War II, I think. Because Battlefield Five was a complete fucking flop. I'll just say it. That was, call that it was a it. fucking leading. Come on, that was golden. That was a really good set. <laughs> I know. Right? I yeah. Call of Duty. That was the beautiful multiplayer is coming out. You've probably seen the ads on YouTube. They're the ones with CGI Ronald Reagan scaring the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> he is terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, there's an uncanny valley thing going on. I mean, uh, actual Ron, actual Ronald Reagan was terrifying. CGI Reagan is just oh god. Regular Ronald Reagan was fine. He was totally harmless. Uh, mainly, what they did in the last three, three, two, three years of his administration, they'd sit him in front of a camera, stuff some jelly beans in his mouth so his mouth would move, and then they'd voice over with somebody else who sounded like him. Ronald Reagan was <laughs> harmless. One of the greatest presidents that we ever had. Slash puppets. Uh. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> This all was a nice segue into the new Call of Duty game, which nobody goes back remembers Iran-Contra. Nobody has any idea who Oliver North is. It's all in the past. Ronald Reagan is in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and it's or zombies. I think Kennedy is even in there too. This takes place in the 1980s. How the fuck is wait not John F. Kennedy? Know. It couldn't be John. Uh, F. Kennedy. No, well, there are a lot of that Kennedys. was the first one. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't Ted? know. <laughs> they put the blimp in Ted. there? What? Yeah, Ted. Uh, Ted could totally be in there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the multiplayer is going to be more of the same. Um, the one thing to note, I guess, is um, Warzone Progress is going to carry over as well. However, your level may be reset. They're unsure about that. Um, so there's that, but otherwise everything's going to be pretty similar to what you know now, and my guess is it's going to be a lot like the original Call of Duty Black Ops. So if you ever played that game, you'll probably have an idea of what the creative class is basically going to be like. That'd be my guess. They don't really go into detail much. You get to go to some interesting places. But again, the game's probably going to be 200 gigabytes, and I'm going to bitch about it. Just because. Uh, Polygon's putting this out. Who's the who's the publisher? Um, well, it's called it. So it'll be on Battle.net and uh, <laughs> Activiz. Yes. Enjoy your microtransactions. <laughs> All of the microtransactions. Yep. They're yeah. Well, I mean, it's a Call of Duty game, so. It'll be about the same. But, ooh, we, we let's talk about the other elephant in the room, because everybody loves this place, apparently. I've never been here. I hear great, wonderful, amazing things about this. Uh, pretty much most of that was sarcasm. Um, IKEA partners with Asus ROG on affordable gaming furniture. Omega and I love IKEA. Dude, they have the best meatballs. <laughs> what? Swedish meatballs are pretty tasty. <laughs> that 
that it wasn't a joke. That's a legit thing. No, that's thing. not a joke. Gobi, this is a thing. If you're ever in a country that's enlightened enough to have an IKEA in it, uh, go in there and they have like food. They will sell you Swedish meatballs, and they're actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't know of like an IKEA that's within three hours of me. Yeah, I, that's why I said if you're ever in a civilized nation. Chicago's got one, right? I'm fuck if I know. <laughs> this is uh, an old joke. I'm pretty sure Thirty Rock made this joke in the first place. But <laughs> the the part of IKEA that is not the food stalls, which is basically all the rest of IKEA where the furniture is, is specifically designed to make couples argue and end relationships. That's the whole point of IKEA. And so, if you're single, it's wonderful going there. Or if you're in a relationship, just go there by yourself and just watch people argue. It's kind of fun. Um. So, just to answer your question, yes, there is an IKEA near Chicago. Um, Schaumburg. That doesn't uh, sound nope. like a real place. <laughs> on East I mean, on East McConnor Parkway. So the to the IKEA. If anybody in the in the audience is listening to us from the who works for the IKEA in Schaumburg, Illinois, we do take sponsorships, and we accept Swedish meatballs. Also, uh, yeah, rickety furniture. I I need a new desk. Apparently, so. there's there's like thirty of these items or products that's going to be they 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 just see a product line of thirty products of affordable gaming furniture accessories. Good because the desk that I bought, this very basic gaming desk that I bought, it's a plank and four pieces of metal. It was about two hundred bucks. I hope it's well, it's IKEA, so it's probably not going to be cheaper than that. But so yeah. anyway, yeah, um, ASUS uh, Republic of Gamers, specifically to the division of ASUS, is uh, partnering with IKEA. And they're releasing some furniture. One of them is the Herman Miller X Logitech Luxury Gaming Chair. Uh, which means nothing to me. I have a DX Racer. I'm happy with it. I severely need to upgrade my gaming chair. So, uh, who knows? Maybe this new IKEA spread will be uh, just what I'm looking for. Here's actually something about gaming chairs. Anyone who's got a gaming chair or just has a nice chair for their desk, you may or may not know that the difference between a $300 to $400 gaming chair and a desk chair that you can buy for 100 bucks to 150 bucks at Staples uh, isn't always so big. You, you, the two are fairly comparable. So I'm curious as to what this luxury gaming chair will cost because it's got luxury in the title. That usually means 100 bucks extra. The uh, product development center is in Shanghai, <laughs> which, which is where your, your affordable Swedish crap is going to be made in China. <laughs> and it's going to take a while to get here, so be prepared to wait. Uh, anyway, the furniture line is set to roll out in China in February of next year and will likely gradually become available in other regions across the world. So we'll get it in 2022? Sounds about right. I don't know. Well, you know what'll happen is it'll roll out in China, a whole bunch of people in China will buy it in bulk, and then they'll start selling it on eBay, and that's how you'll get it. It'll have to pass through customs 50,000 times. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't know that many people that would put up with that shit, but Omega and I both know a certain Romanian in my area who would totally go for it, if it looks cool. <laughs> uh, so, completely off subject but funny um so i was scrolling through my feed and saw that the u.s customs um confiscated a whole load of ca uh, what do they call them counterfeit um apple airpods and it turned out to be one plus <laughs> the one plus brand airpods instead good luck guys good luck they what do they do? Like use rubbing alcohol to take the logo off of them and then draw an no, apple no, it, onto them? No, they're like two separate things. They don't even look like an Apple iPod if you put the two of them <laughs> the next fuck? one another. Well, no, it's an AirPod, right? Is that? Oh, I thought those were yeah. the, uh, the headphones. The Apple, yeah. I know. I I don't know what the One Plus. I don't remember what they called them in the article. 
Um, it was just funny. Hang on. U.S. Customs. Oh, I see. Yes, okay, so the there is a definite difference between OnePlus earbuds and uh, Apple AirPods, but they are the earbuds, and if you know... If you know what you're looking at, yeah, you can definitely tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just funny. You guys brought up customs and dealing with them and them not always being great. Counterfeit Never. goods coming from China. What are the odds? <laughs> oh, wait, they're not actually counterfeit goods. There's also in, uh, in electronics news, I think Amazon... Amazon has a whole line of very affordable electronics, don't they? Where they, they sell, like... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> surge protectors. They, they sell power strips with surge protectors on them and uh, other just basic electronic appliance stuff. Earlier this week, uh, I read that they they're facing a an investigation by Consumer Affairs or uh, or uh, one of the government agencies that regulates uh, business and commerce, and the reason is that. A while back, somebody's surge protector exploded and caused a lot of damage in his house. Uh, and this guy was like, hey, Amazon, fix my shit. And Amazon was like, meh. And then it happened to about 50 to 100 other people. And they're facing a class action lawsuit and an investigation. So they've removed that entire product line. There's a specific name for this. It's uh, it's an Amazon... Basic? Amazon Basic. Thank you, Gobi. Yes, very correct. Yeah, Amazon Basics is just their generic brand. They can get anything you can imagine pretty much under an Amazon yeah. Basics label. And the reason that this came up is because Amazon Basics are made for very cheap, mostly in China. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about that. I mean, 90% of the stuff on Amazon is stuff that's made very cheaply in China. I think it's kind of hilarious, though, that a surge protector, which is supposed to prevent surges, actually exploded, <laughs> causing a surge. No, that's not ironic at all. Don't you think? <laughs> ah, good yeah. times. So, so zero. Let's go to hell. Zero. Yep. Yeah. And And you're still decoding shit for five years. What's up with that? Still what now, huh? <laughs> World of Warcraft fans are still decoding this chart five years later. It's some giant... I don't know. I threw it on here just for you. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, it, 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 no, I actually looked at this, and I'm still trying to decode it. Um, I actually, if we're being 110% honest, I just learned of this chart when I started back to Warcraft at the beginning of March. Um, every single time Blizzard does something to the timeline or does something to this, to this elaborate and completely cluster fucked flow chart, it, it, they have to go in and add something else. And as it stands right now, if you're looking at said chart, um, the, it, they're, they're saying that the old, not the old gods, but the first ones made Anar, who is the avatar of life, but she's a Titan and the Titans were created by, or created by the Naru who are part of the light to battle the shadow or the void and the void lords. And it just literally it, the whole thing started to get completely fucked. And by your silence, I'm assuming that I've fried your brains at this point. What the actual uh, fuck no. am I so, looking at? Um, so see, if you're not looking at this and you're listening, um, think of this as a, it's not a pentagram. What's a six? Anyway, it's six-sided. And Hang on. Top, <laughs> the Star oh. of David? Uh, Oof, no, uh, it's not uh, a pentagram. Uh, it's the Star uh, of David. Yeah. Uh, no, the, 
six-sided object. Yeah, the hexagon. Uh, hexagon. Yeah, thank you. That's yes, that was whatever. It, it's like a hexagon up on top. You have the light with holy. To the right is disorder and fell, and then down below is death and necromantic, and then shadow and the void lords, and then order and arcane and life and nature complete the outside and then from there it's a complete shit show and i'm not even going to try to explain what it is but there's wild gods so i've got it i've got it pulled up on the screen here um so i've actually got it on the stream now and in this thing is an entire clusterfuck um essentially let's start with the basics though I'm guessing the big circles that are make up the six the six big circles those are like types of magic or something essentially correct and um well who you've got them. holy and shadow are the two main things those were the first two those were the first two entities in the world they came together and created the universe as we know it in the game um so then the light side and the dark side got it correct um <laughs> then they the the light holy created life and order and to counter that the void created death and disorder to counter it so everything is always in balance every time that the light would create something the void would create something just to counterbalance it well in the upcoming expansion, there is a essentially what is happening is the Lich King, who was Arthas and is now Bolvar, is the jailer of the damned. He any scourge or undead that are on the mortal plane are controlled from the frozen throne where the Lich King sits. He acts as the conduit between the physical world and the shadow land or the, the dead world. And Sylvanas breaks the helm of domination that controls everything. And that's where all of this happens. She breaks the helm and it essentially rips the entire, um, fabric of the separation between the two planes of existence so now the two are starting to merge and there's apparently and we don't know the whole story yet but there's apparently some type of invasion that's coming um from the Shadowland. but we'll get more into that once the pre-patch releases in like two or three weeks Okay, I'm confused. When do uh, Finn and the useless girl go to the gambling planet and ride Timon? Nice, good reference. Seriously, yeah, I... when does that happen on this chart? It doesn't. <laughs> well, what the fuck good is this? <laughs> Are you sure? It's. I mean, it, it... this is a flow chart. It's terrible. And it's confusing. I and mean, I see some elements is, in here this too. This is not a flowchart, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Blizzard this is, is calling it, and they're wrong. Um, this looks like something that Chris Metzen shit out about fifteen years ago. I'm, that's about right. Getting, we're entirely too sober to be staring at this. You that would be problem. correct. <laughs> I mean, that's, um, that's the only that explanation. From the stream before it irritates uh, people. Where they melt, we melt their minds. <laughs> well, uh, something. And where's, the next topic wait, is where's where's destruction on this? They're they are one away. Actually, if disorder was chaos instead, they're one away from a fantastic fifth element quote, which is death, <laughs> destruction, and chaos. But then. <sighs> Okay, so death covers the undead, that makes sense, and then there's necromantic, because obviously you raise the dead. Disorder, the fell, that's straight, that's, now that I'm playing D&D, uh, fell is straight out of that, and demons are a part of disorder, 
which okay whatever and they got fire and then there's air and then there's some decay down there by the undead that sort of rounds all that out and it seems like the only thing flanking reality are the Shadowlands and the Emerald Dream. Okay. What's the Emerald Dream? Okay, the Emerald Dream is a druidic practice. Um, It is a... Damn, I thought it was damn chronic. When... (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about weed. Um, So, (laughs) druids draw all of their natural abilities um the ability to heal communicate with the earth transform from um their humanoid form to the form of bears cats whales birds whatever um from the emerald dream and when they die instead of going to Instead of going to the Shadowlands and dying outright, as long as they have not been corrupted, they will go back to the Emerald Dream. Um, well, I want to say, if Zero gets to talk about this on this podcast, then I want to talk about Warhammer 40k lore next podcast. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I'm slightly confused on war on that. On that. Um, so, the if they are corrupted, however they end up going to the Shadowlands and are cast in one of four areas. Um, Revendreth, Maldraxxus, Ardenweald, or um, Bastion. Bastion, Depending on... uh, (laughs) (laughs) We should should do like a separate just sort of world building podcast where the, the three of us like I could tell you guys all kinds of shit about the Forgotten Realms world building and all that shit and like you could talk about Warhammer lore and Zero could talk about the uh, WoW lore that'd be kind of fun. talk about Lord of the Rings lore it's all connected man I mean I, <laughs> uh, if you're a Gobi you, know, you could talk about I don't know, Division lore uh, the joke there, of course, was that Gobi has never seen a Lord of the Rings movie or read a book. <laughs> uh, that would actually be incorrect on both fronts. Yes, he's not only never read those books, he's never read a book. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I don't know what books are. <laughs> it's like the internet, but made of trees. <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> they're about as fast. So they're it's about as fast as my internet. Oh, nice. Internet. Yes. Yeah. Good one. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah. How how? Is, I mean, sometimes it's faster driving to the public library. I mean, what's, what's I, a library? I, 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 I fired. You actually found a way to get kicked off staff zero. Yes, <laughs> it's much rejoicing. He's lying, <laughs> lying. Oh, that that's a cruel joke. That was no. Yeah, you're not. I know. Speaking of internet, <laughs> yeah, Gobi's has been behaving itself for a while now. But uh, Omega, is your internet doing better this week? Yeah, uh, the cable guy came over. He uh, gave me a new modem. They boosted my the uh, my signal by uh, i believe he said four decibels if i overheard him talking with uh, the guy wherever he was uh and things have been pretty solid the real test doc is uh, if you and i try and play space engineers and see if i can host a world or if i can be in your world without me disconnecting um so we got to give that a try but so far it seems like it's been great i haven't had any unexpected disconnects haven't had any slowdowns Seems like things are good. Good. So, just in just in time for <clears throat> the twenty second <clears throat> and uh, Halo Three Odist. Dude, I I'm so stoked for ODST, but Doc and I are like two Halo games behind right now on the Master Chief Collection. We got to catch up. We got a lot That's of games to play, true. Doc. We got we got to get through the Halo games. I've been doing this thing called sleeping. I've discovered it's good for me. Uh, uh, you're supposed to get that when you're dead, I think. That's uh, that's the what comment, I've always right? said. 
Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, well, maybe. Or maybe it'll make you dead faster. I mean, it is sort of like skipping time. Because I, 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 it's the damnedest thing. I go to bed at one time and then I wake up and it's hours later. It's like nothing happened. <laughs> the world didn't the world end. Did nothing. It just did still. Oh, no, 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 no. No, zero. Remember my, <laughs> the height of my narcissism here. When I go to sleep, the sun disappears. Ah, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. The world stops. Alright, and then, of course, I assume that the druids follow the wild gods, and they have, you know, the power of water, spirit, fire, air. This is fucking Captain Planet. Captain Planet's powers. <laughs> so, okay, to, to this, kind of explain... Now realizing that. To kind of explain the wild gods thing, there are four. Um, Ursoc... Oh. Omega, you tried, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I changed the subject. I keep on dragging us back into this because I have a fascination with listening to Zero describe Warcraft lore. Well, I, I know the name of only one of the wild gods, but it, there's the bear, the deer, um... I th think it's like a manatee and then bird. A raven. <laughs> Ooh, I, I know. I can, I can steer this. I can steer it and it'll help you, Doc. It, it'll be perfect. Ninja returns this twitch. Because you of guys, manatees. I, <laughs> because I of, it, but I sure. It. I don't get what the segue was, but yes, let's move on because I'm starting to get a headache. Uh, <laughs> and there's that. That's that was a segue right there. Perfect timing. Uh, yeah, Ninja is apparently back on Twitch. We don't really care. Um, but bravo, bravo, Mega. I think can talk about this a little bit or was it zero yeah i just like that he fleeced yeah. uh, microsoft yeah. for an exclusive mixer contract like a couple months before mixer folds and <laughs> now he gets to go fleece uh twitch again and on the one hand good for him on the other hand i, I wish he would just die but you know well we don't we don't contone violence we just wish he would disappear i'm not saying i would to kill Ninja, I'm just saying I want him to not be alive anymore. <laughs> That's Family Guy reference number two. <laughs> Good reference. Uh, I yep. can dig it. <laughs> it's a movie reference. That's all it was. We swear. Um, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Every uh, time I see him, there are flames. I see flames every time I see face. him, I just see him in a fucking ice cream outfit and singing. He seriously ruined that one song. I mean, not a, that it was a good song anyway, but he completely ruined that one song. I, be, I, I don't want to know what circles you run in. That dude, the mass, he was in the Mass Singer. Like two years ago, he was on the Mass Singer. He came out. He was kicked off on the fur like the first or second show. And, oh, you're still holding on to this? Oh, dude, no, he. Oh, no. Every time I see him, like I think of him in the ice cream cone and doing that dance. Uh, it's uh the little Nas song or whatever, and he does the dance in the ice cream cone, and it's just Who's god awful. Just, just watch the YouTube. You'll see what I mean. It's awful, bad, danger at his finest. <laughs> the cursed video. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, I still think Sam Elliott um, straight face reading Old Town Road was the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> but that's just because Sam Elliott is my god. Uh, no, he's just funny. Anywho, now that we've officially killed the stream, what's next? Oh, uh, we could go back to Call of Duty. Uh, leagues are moving to PC for 2021, so they're getting rid of both Xbox and PlayStation, moving completely away from consoles and going to PCs. However, there is a catch. No mouse and keyboard is allowed. Then what's yeah. the freaking point? <laughs> uh, actually, I can see the point. Um, it 
they were having issues. Say it was originally on the Xbox, no, and uh, then uh, it went to EP. PS4. Yeah, they were on PS4, and then now they're switching for 2021 PC. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, as long as they basically. They're used to using a controller, so now it's, you know, the only difference is the hardware. Yeah. The input's the same. Uh, the only difference now is they get to play on better hardware with, you know, obviously probably better graphics. And Now, I never played or owned a PlayStation 4, but it says that they are going to be allowed to use whatever League-approved controller of their choice. Now, I don't know how flexible PlayStation was with aftermarket controllers, but this could possibly give players more room for comfort in, uh, you know, picking what type of controller they want to play with. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, most PCs, any PlayStation 4 controller, Bluetooth right up, and it's recognized, you can, I mean, Call of Duty sees it immediately and recognizes it as a PS4 controller and shows you the PS4 icons on the screen. Um, Does the same thing with an Xbox controller when you hook it up to a Windows 10 PC, so... um, yeah, I mean, as long as it's an approved controller, you can use it, which I'm assuming that's probably a lot of controllers other than, like, a scuff one or whatever that allows mods. One thing that's really interesting is the the Feeder League, uh, Call of Duty Challengers, uh, that feeds into uh, this. They're going cross-platform uh, PS4 and PC for a year. Uh, so they're giving... I guess what you call the uh, the minor leagues time to transition. But is it, st- it it's still um con- is that controller only? Yes, it will be cross platform, but uh, controller only. I mean, I will say, being I I do use the controller on PC playing Call of Duty, and ninety nine point five percent of the time it matches me with all controllers. Um, I think I've played against two mouse and keyboard players in all of my matches. Um, and they were like the only mouse and keyboard player in the entire lobby of um, council players. So that's the system works pretty good as far as that goes. And it just works. I'm not going to fault Call of Duty. Like they nailed the whole input thing. It just works. Yeah, it makes you wonder if uh, the league will eventually switch over to mouse and keyboard, or if the the reason they're switching is for you know performance reasons, graphics reasons, stuff like that. But do you? It makes you wonder if there will still be a space in professional gaming for controller u- users. I th- for Call of Duty, yeah, I do. Um... Because it's still going to be mostly played on consoles, even if the pros do get to play on PCs. Like, I play it on PC, but even I play with a controller on PC. Like, the number of people that I know that play Call of Duty on PC with a mouse and keyboard is small. I mean, not that I know many people that play with a <clears throat> play Call of Duty on PC, but it's still more the guys that I do know play with controller anyway, because they're used to playing Call of Duty on a console. And if you play with the controller on a PC, it matches you with console players. So, I mean, it's just familiarity of input. Um, Maybe someday they'll have two leagues, a mouse and keyboard and a controller league. Um, And see, I mean, I guess it'll all depend on how popular that goes. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'd be fine with both. I mean, I don't see a reason why you can't at both. It's 2020 for fucking God's sakes. Speaking of uh, good news and crossplay, um, Borderlands 3 is apparently going to become crossplay. That's according to Sophie. Um, she was watching some stream or whatever. Apparently, there's more DLC coming and you can get a giant robot. Well, I don't play Borderlands fun. 3, but... At some point, I need to get back into it. You, uh, I was going to say, you bought it and played it, right? Yeah, yeah, I have it. Did you uh, 
did you beat the whole game or did you just I like... did not. I did not get through Endgame. And I know that's when, you know, the real experience opens up, so to speak. But uh and it's not from lack of enjoyment. It's a it's a very fun game. I just uh other certainly games. other games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. I'm glad to see another game getting cross play. I still wish the division and Ghost Recon would get cross play, but well, Borderlands 3 has also announced that there's another DLC in the works. There's a new skill After... tree coming, and there's a new game mode. So what's this about a pet robot or some some crap? Sophie was mentioning something about it in the, the saloon. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I found some extra news. I didn't see what Sophie was saying. I don't keep two uh, high tabs on the saloon, but... Uh... So, uh, a level Flack for a pet robot later this year. So apparently one of the characters is named Flack, and he's going to get... Oh, yeah. He's going to give you a little pet robot. I thought in the game that you could already have... If you were playing a specific class, you could already have... Uh, or you could command robots? Or could you just be a robot? Well, there's, one of the characters is a robot who is a Beastmaster. For some yeah, reason, that's... they made... <laughs> Like the robot character, a the one who's you know has affinity with animals. Uh, that just makes sense. Yep. Uh, Borderlands Two, I believe, <clears throat> it was called the Techromancer or something. She could spawn a robot, which was actually a lot of fun to do. That robot. Top yeah. five of my robot. Yeah, in the uh so uh yeah. Good good times, Borderlands three, all the rest of that. Speaking of Borderlands three, in the Lovecraftian uh universe, the god Azeroth Azathoth had uh several children, uh including uh Tuluzasha, Narodoflap, uh and Yug Solothoth. And uh all of all of these gods that he had eventually had to lull him into a sleep playing a fluted song so that he would slumber and the universe would not be in total chaos. From there, they were able to have their own children, including uh, Cthuga, who is the living flame, and Cthulhu, who is the master of Ryla. And these minor gods, or great old outer gods, uh, or no, I'm sorry, they're old ones, uh, populated the universe with their subjects and uh, created many, many uh, races, uh, which would eventually, some of them, populate Earth, and uh, we are the descendants of the Great Old Ones, uh, also known as the Elder Things. Oh, you know uh, who else had lots of kids? Ninja. Loki, but we're going to talk about Star Wars. Oh. What? My, my next guest was <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Bad joke. Uh, anyway, so Star Wars Squadron <laughs> pre-orders are up, and uh, you can get an X-Wing glider for Fortnite if you buy it on the Epic Game Store. I should mention, it is not an exclusive to Epic Game Store. You can still buy it on Steam or Origin if you want, but you do not get the cool glider for Fortnite unless you buy it on Epic Games. What so, happens if you already own it? I guess you don't get the glider. If you already own what? Oh, I read that wrong. Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, okay. So there was yeah, a so like... this early this year. Star Wars Squadron actually looks like kind of a silly game. A silly in a fun way. It, uh, I, it... just, I just enjoy the way that Epic... Like, this, this is creative advertising. Yeah. Perks in a different game to uh, get people to buy it on your platform. Oh man! Oh well, oh, not on actually, not, not cross-platform like that. But Blizzard has been doing oh. that shit in, in their games for years. Like you buy the collect. I I have the collector's well, edition of Diablo and Rise of, oh, Rise of yeah, Whatever. I exactly. have perks like, in WoW. I've never exactly. played WoW, but I have the perks. Companies do that like within their own catalog, yes. But what I'm saying is, it's just I think it's interesting that Epic is doing this in their game. Oh, they're putting in, you know. Dude, this has been a long con, dude, Adam, for sure. Uh, so way back, I want to say Christmas, okay? 
they had part of the Christmas bundle or whatever right when uh, the last uh, Star Wars movie came out. They gave you the Millennium Falcon glider and the TIE Fighter glider, but the X-Wing glider was nowhere to be seen anywhere in the pack. And this is why. Oh, of course, yeah. So if you want an X-Wing glider, now you have to pre-order uh, Star Wars Squadrons <laughs> on the Epic Store. Yeah, no, that that's good. That's good. I like that. That's crafty and dickish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no... It- all right, perhaps you no, know, and good for seeing it out, Mega. That was a uh, yeah. Why, why the fuck <laughs> would you want the X-wing glider if you have the Millennium Falcon glider? Um, cause Luke. I want to be Luke Skywalker. Said no one ever. <laughs> Everyone wants to be Han Solo. <laughs> Everyone wants to be either Han Solo or Chewie. I want to be Chewie. Everybody thinks that Chewie is uh, Han Solo's dog, but it's really Han Solo is Chewie's dog because Han Solo. We're gonna move die on before this before gets into Chewie furry does. porn. No, it's <laughs> che- Wookies are long lived. Chewbacca's gonna live for a couple hundred years. You think Han's gonna survive that long? No. Yeah, it's it really flips the dog owner thing on its head because <laughs> it is exactly like that. Chewie's time with Han is just a small chunk of his life. He lived many years before and will live many years after. And we think he's just like the sidekick. What was the um what was the latest oh Call of the Wild. Harrison Ford came out in a movie called Call of the Wild. I thought it was hilarious that he did Call of the Wild with a totally CGI dog, whereas in Star Wars, his dog was totally real. I know I was just saying that, you know, he's Chewie's dog, but it's you know they're animals. I mean, in in Spaceballs, it was the best pet. Uh, yeah, John Candy made a fucking excellent <laughs> half dog man. What was he? A Barf. Demon? Ar- yeah, I was trying to remember his species name. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, oh, he's what a he mog. Half yes, man, a mog. half dog. Yep, there you go. Yeah, Spaceballs, fucking awesome movie. <laughs> One of the two movies that I remember the guy who played the president in uh, Independence Day in. <laughs> I've, I've only seen him in two movies. Independence Day and Spaceballs. Yeah, I, I know he's done other things, but I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. Alright, so, yeah, Star, whatever, whatever. Uh, Star Wars uh, X-Wing glider available for Fortnite if you pre-order this game, which I don't pre-order stuff anymore, so, whatever. Anyway, Star Wars uh, Squadrons, though, if I'm remembering this correctly, is going to be a lot like uh, whatever it was that we played in college, Omega, on the GameCube. Squadron. Yeah, that one. Or was it X-Wing versus TIE Fighter? No, it, was no, it wasn't that one. It was Rogue Squadron. Um, yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, it, uh, this game is going to be kind of a lot like that. Or kind of like that, I should say. That would be cool. It was a lot of fun, that type of uh, space flight and, and combat. and It was good times. Yep. For sure. They always had solid... Uh, X-Wings are great. It was better than X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Other thing I'm kind of getting tired of in the game world is watching uh, game trailers where it's all pre-rendered CGI and there's no gameplay footage. Uh, right? Like, okay, <laughs> just show me gameplay footage. Like, It's like, here's the next orc- civilization game. It's all pre-rendered CGI with people doing shit and then you get into it. It's a turn-based strategy. <laughs> There's no that. I think I think that's the best yeah. false advertising no movement. ever. Uh, yeah. I, I love subjects, uh, but you know, it's fine to rip on things. Fine to rip on things you love. Yeah, so <clears throat> the other of course we talked about Call of Duty, so let's talk about the other one. Battlefield six has finally been announced and people are confused as shit and I might be one of those people. Um, it looks a lot like Battlefield 3. Like, it looks like a Battlefield 3 remaster. Which, I'm not going to complain. I wouldn't horribly hate a Battle 3 
remaster. I mean, it was a great game. As long as they include domination with the rest of the game and not made uh, paid for DLC afterwards. It was a horrible mistake, Dice. Bad idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Battlefield 6 is going to be in a modern era. Thank God. Um, I might actually buy it. But yeah, that's about as much as we know. Yay, Battlefield. Crickets. It sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah I'm not a... I've never really played Battlefield, so... Yeah, I have no experience with the franchise at all. I have nothing against it, and I think that the uh, hate the Battlefield 5 got was kind of bullshit, but yeah, I haven't played it. Okay, I should specify the only reason I am not a fan of Battlefield 5 or Battlefield 1 was the era they put them in. I'm not a fan of the World War One, World War Two eras for multiplayer online shooters. Not my thing. So I skipped them. Other than that, I have no nothing to say about them either way. Um, Battlefield 4 was the last one I really played any time in. Um, I guess there was Battlefield Cops and Robbers or whatever the fuck that one was. If that counts as a Battlefield game. Oh, you mean Hardline? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. Does it count? Are we, are, are we saying it counts as a Battlefield game, or are we saying it doesn't count? Fuck it, it counts. Let's fuck them. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> right? Uh, okay, so, how many of you guys played Breath of the Wild? I did. Uh, I did not. I w didn't play it, but I saw a lot of gameplay footage of it. How many people want to play it, but don't want to buy a Switch to play it? Oh, what? The fact there's going to be a ROM for it? No, uh, there's actually a, there's a game in Early Access on Steam. It's called Craftopia. And if you look at it and you don't, like, you just eliminate the name. You just watch the trailer for what it is. You would swear somebody ported Breath of the Wild to Steam. They didn't, but it's kind of neat. Um, it's one of those games. Might want to check it out, look at it if you're into the Breath of the Wild type games. Might be something to look at. Eh. Other than that. Yeah. All right, challenge. Around with me. Uh, a brand new multiplayer survival action game made in Japan. We combined many features we find enjoyable, <laughs> such as hunting, farming, hack and slash, building, automation. Uh, all to develop this game. Yeah, it looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. The graphics are m different, much different. Uh, in that they are slightly more crisp and a little bit more detailed. But yes, it does look like a game that is in the same uh, bailiwick as Breath of the Wild. Uh, but there's apparently more to do. Which makes me wonder if it is as big, because Breath of the Wild is a fucking huge world. Uh, so it's not one particular world. Um, they do the island format, and it goes in ages. So you start out on like a starter island, and then you have to level up your age to basically make a teleporter, and then... As you get on bigger worlds, you know, obviously, or you, higher level worlds, things get bigger and whatnot. Um, that's, if that helps you any, um, it's not like the Breath of the Wild in that there's one map. Am I correct? There's only like one basically map in Breath of the Wild that's not a bunch of islands. I mean, I don't know anything about that, but uh, one of the advertising pictures... <laughs> Shut, <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> um, what? Repeat the question because that was fucking amazing. That was a dick move, Gobi. That was a fucking dick move. Stepped on my joke. <laughs> uh, I completely forgot. Uh, oh, is is Breath of the Wild a bunch of islands or? Is no, it like it's one gigantic one... fucking, it's one gigantic fuck-all island, and you literally just run around. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's a little different in that sense. Now, what were you saying, Niggle? 
No, apparently I've painted dick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, There's some great pictures on the Steam store advertising this game. One of them is a conveyor belt uh, loading a whole bunch of cows onto it and dropping them into a pot of what looks like stew that's cooking. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this this might actually be a fun game. Uh, yeah, I, I picked it up. I got about two hours into it. Um, yeah. It's, <laughs> I haven't got to, I read the hoverboard a little bit. Um, the hoverboard in Warframe is way better. <laughs> I mean, not, not that it was bad. It just, the one in Warframe, it was just, it's just better. We'll just leave it. drive. Yes, the K drive. Or the hoverboard. I mean, no, for anybody who doesn't play Warframe. Okay, for like the 1% of people who don't know what Warframe is. Now, would you like to actually talk about Warframe now? No, not really. Um, I, I still, <laughs> I haven't gotten back into it because I'm still on my ghetto rig and I need, uh, I, I just, I don't want to risk it. Um, so I'm, I'm waiting for a little bit for some more stuff to show up in the mail. But yeah, Heart of Demos has been out for a while. There's a whole new plan or open world environment to go to and uh, a lot more stuff to do. New faction to level up in, more mods to get, uh, more stuff to build, like your own mech. And yeah, that stuff. Good times. Warframe, always a good time. Speaking of that, did you or Omega ever get the mech in No Man's Sky? The giant exosuit? No, I I stopped playing that just because the co-op was so shitty and I really only wanted to play it with Omega or Leetness or Goey and yeah, it didn't didn't pan out. Yeah, same for me. Just it was such a disappointing multiplayer experience. I couldn't Gotcha. Stick with no, it. I was just curious because like I was playing it the other day and I saw they like added the exosuits, but like obviously I just started the game literally um, and, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with Space Engineers. I don't really want to... Well, Space Engineers is different because you get to build things. You can actually build ships, stations, whatnot. But if it weren't for but that you're... aspect of the game, I really would never play Space Engineers alone. It's only really fun in uh, multiplayer, unless you are constructing something, you know, crazy. Like the tram like, that uh, I, I created this week. I created a tram that goes in a circle, goes to four stations, and it's uh, set. It's actually a logic puzzle that I set up with timer blocks and programmable blocks and uh, two scripts. And yeah, it goes from one station to the other. And if you're at one station, it'll go back. If you're at uh, that station, you want to go to the next one, it'll go forward. It knows where it is. It keeps track of where it is, and it takes the shortest route to get to stations. It's kind of fun. Actually built that uh, Battlestar Galactica fleet, or is that just a screenshot somebody else did? No, I just I was just sharing somebody else's cool shit. That's that is pretty badass, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, just roughly, how how long do you think it took them to make that fleet? Um, honestly, it depends on how good they are, but you're probably looking at a couple hundred hours at least. It depend, also depends on how they did it, because space engineers will accept 3D uh, rendered images and convert them into ships, and then all you have to do is paint them. So oh, you, see, okay. you have that picture of those, those ships, but there's no picture of the inside, so it's not certain whether or not those ships have insides. It could just be the exterior of the ship that was built. Yeah. Which, if you're doing it block by block, it still take you a lot of time. If you're doing it in, like, a CAD program and then importing the 3D model into Space Engineers and converting it into blocks, that's slightly more efficient. Probably would take you a quarter or a third of the time. But still quite a bit of time. Yeah, some, I mean, somebody definitely put some love into that. Look at the quality on those yeah. ships. No, I mean, it, it's great work. Whoever did this, uh, Omega, do you... Do you have the guy's, the person's name or anything by chance? Nah, I just saw it on the workshop. Uh, damn. Well, whoever made this, shout out to you. So It's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Well, it's just the, the perks of the workshop. I mean, there's some pretty crazy shit in there. Essentially, wait, is that all the way to the right? Is that the Pegasus? That looks like the Pegasus, and the one next to it is the Galactica. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they are, at least. I don't know, I just saw the picture, threw it up there. Good job. Okay, yep. I started rewatching Battlestar Galactica recently, if I'm not mistaken. That's true. It is a blast. Which, uh, how far are you? Uh, currently in the middle of season one somewhere. Down. They're running away from the Cylons. <laughs> the final five have yet to be revealed. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Guys, Baltar still hasn't shown his penis. Because <laughs> it's so tiny. It's. It, oh, have you seen the blooper reel for season three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that great shot where um, Lucy Lawless and Trisha Helfer walk into. I think it's Lucy Lawless and Trisha Helfer uh, walk into the room where Gaius is uh, on a ship, and um, he's standing there. And the camera shot is through his legs, like uh, we're we're facing them, he's facing them, and we're seeing things so that his knees are on either side of the screen, and um, he's naked. And they walk into the room, and on the blooper reel, they just show a big black bar just sort of flop down and dangle. It's enormous. And then Lucy Lawless just loses her shit. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess Ghost Recon gets a update tomorrow. <laughs> Not so and fast, Gobi. What I'm other being... famous penises can we talk about? Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about Louis C. Lawless and no, all the famous geniuses that are out. I, she's a great Aussie, but no, we can talk about Ghost Recon. They're getting an update. Uh, yeah, that's as much as I really know. Like, I, I there's another story trailer, or whatever coming. Uh, first, not story trailer. Uh, there's more. There's story stuff coming. Um, a new Pathfinder class and. There's a bunch of changes. The gunsmith, you can change like your stock and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, it's called Red Patriot. If the story is longer than episode two, it'll be worth it. But we'll see. Um, it's going back to Ghost Recon Future Soldier, and the end of that is where this trailer picks up and that's where you're going from here um you get to meet Bakarov and the Bodark yeah it would be nice if they give that... us a reason to play that game again because I really don't have one yeah other than that like I, like I said I um I it is for season one pass owners so that's the the campaign is I believe leave uh, yep we'll look at the link do seasons there I, I've heard nothing about seasons yeah um, like the Terminator I, event was the last thing I played yeah no they talked about doing seasons and then like it's been cricket since uh, seasons it never came to breakpoint um yeah, obviously, I'm in a bunch of gear sets. Um, ooh, you can get a red and black um, Orpheus. Nah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so two of the missions will be free for all players to enjoy, but the players who have the Red Patriot Adventure or the Year One Pass will have immediate access to explore the remaining content as it unfolds. You can also have access to the rest of the content by purchasing the full adventure from the store for 1,900 ghost coins. Right, yep. Okay. So it's uh, apparently a 10-story mission and 26 high-quality adventure rewards to earn along the way. Each 
enjoy a compelling story featuring old friends and enemies from the Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon universe. Um, exclusive rewards, um, costumes. Looks like Scott Mitchell, Scott Mitchell, Bodark. There's the five five three Scout Sentinel. Like I said, the Raven Rock Orpheus, and then the Pathfinder's free for everybody. Um. Um. Yeah. I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Southern Wow and Space Engineers, have you guys played anything else? Nope. <laughs> Hop back into Darkest Dungeon. That game's always a good time if you uh want to be miserable. That's a D and D game we were talking about a while back. Yeah, kinda. Yep. Right on. And Doc has gaming much have you except for space engineers i've been hopping on playing some space engineers at night um but not recently and uh yeah i'm uh, again i'm waiting for some stuff to show up so that i can sort of overhaul my rig gotcha yeah hate it when that happens everything's so slow now um i think the last thing that Gobi put on here, or somebody put on here uh, for an optional topic. Zero. Was, uh, zero, was that zero? The Netflix yeah. uh, price tanking, or Netflix stock price uh, really going down in a steady decline this year. Not just, not this year, in the last, like, 48 hours, it's tanked. Well, they, Netflix lost a lot of subscribers starting in July, and uh, their stock price started to dip down. And in the last forty-eight hours, I guess, yeah, uh, it's it's gotten worse. Well, and it's all, it, it, of of course, I can't say it's all because I'm not the one doing the analytics or anything on it. But it would seem that it is at least partially tied to the release of the independent movie Cuties which a lot of people, there's been a lot of backlash, a lot of pushback from people regarding this movie because it is, a lot of people see it as softcore kitty porn. All right, that took a dark turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, though. even, I mean, even IMDB has described it as a, um, that some scenes are not suitable for the general public, essentially. This, I mean, this is not, like, just a viewer opinion or anything like this. There are four state attorney generals that are calling on Netflix to remove cuties because they say that it sexualizes young girls. Yeah, so, not only that, but you've got people like Ted Cruz who are on that battle as well. Well, yeah, he's Texas. So the Ohio Attorney General, the Florida Attorney General, the Louisiana Attorney General, and the yeah, Texas Yeah, this is really getting into the no politics area. Yeah, and, uh, it kind of is. This really shouldn't be on the talking, <laughs> the list of conversations for a gaming podcast. The reason I wanted to, to bring this up was because has anyone else noticed, if anyone else has Netflix, has anyone else noticed that the quality of movies that they've been offering up have kind of gone to shit in the last year? Yes. I mean, I'm not sure if anyone saw Six Underground, but God, that was a turd. It's almost like they're spending more time. uh, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. I knew what I was getting into when I uh, when I started it, and it didn't disappoint. Uh, what was the Fast and Furious movies? It's like they have sort of like a kitsch thing going on in the brand. When you throw Fast and when you throw Ryan Reynolds into Fast and Furious, and also try to make it a spy movie. It just, I know, it didn't, it didn't work for me. Ooh, there's That's... an animated series about that. I think it's called Spy Racers. <laughs> Is it made for like children? Saturday morning. Netflix. Cartoons? I'm, I'm not, I'm not even joking. It's Fast and the Furious Spy Racers. It's on Netflix. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly what you described. 
<laughs> the only difference is it's not Ryan Reynolds. Um, Jesus. Anyway, oh yeah, Ryan so Reynolds. There, there are a lot of movies that have come out on Netflix this year that are. Like, some of them are embarrassingly bad. I was trying to find the one. I think it's, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, it came out on Netflix. It's called Money Plane. Uh, so did you watch Warrior Nun or Cursed? Or was it the old? Oh my god, don't. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, I, yeah. Uh, the, what was the, the old guard? Did you, did you watch that oh, one yet? Old, no, it's on my docket just because it has, uh, uh, Charlie's Theron in it. I liked it, but you gotta go into that with knowing what, you know, it is what it is. It's it's an action movie. Like, yeah. Uh, but Cursed uh, yeah. is... Cursed is, is good if you like the King Arthur storyline, but you want a completely different take on it. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah well, no, it, it's it's historical fiction to begin with it's barely historical fiction to begin with so why not just take it completely off the rails right I mean and you know I didn't like I said it wasn't horrible I, I enjoyed it um it was a great interesting take um yeah we'll leave it at that but <laughs> it was definitely a take on the whole King Arthur storyline it'll be season It'll be interesting to see what they do with season two. And uh, anyway, I, I just quickly I apologize. Money Plane was released on Amazon Prime. It is not a Netflix movie, but it is still <laughs> it is still a turd. So uh... <laughs> I'm just sad that I can't watch Red versus Blue anywhere but Rooster Teeth, and their crap is so full of ads that it, I can't even watch it. Yeah. I don't know where Red you can watch it without ads. Yeah. What, get, get get with me after the fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds like a post show conversation right there. Oh, it's definitely a post show conversation. Uh, uh, well, I'm I'm good. I don't have anything else on the docket. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Netflix has a lot of shitty movies coming out, and their uh, stock price is reflecting that. It's kind of going down. So if you got Netflix. You know, maybe maybe grab whatever you want off there and take a break for a while. I'm sure it's okay be fine. because Superman's gonna fly in and save the day with the Witcher series, and yeah, yeah, Superman is gonna bring it back with the Netflix series or the Witcher series on Netflix, and maybe they'll get bought out by Tencent because everybody is these days. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Oh, I hate that the truth. Also, All right. Netflix is uh, much debt collectors. That's another piece of shit. Uh, yep. And on that note, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you all for joining. And uh, peace out. Later, bitches. See ya. Later. Penis, penis.